You are about to hear post-race thoughts from the Intermountain Health Ironman 70.3 North American Championship in St. George, Utah. Brought to you by Lever Movement. Are you ready to transform your workouts and reach your peak performance? Introducing Lever Movement, a revolutionary bodyweight support system that allows you to reduce up to 45 pounds of your body weight. Trusted and used by top athletes worldwide. Lever's innovative design makes it a breeze to set up and is perfect for overspeed training, recovery runs, back-to-back -back workout days, and more. With Lever, it's not just about pushing your limits, it's about training smarter, unleashing your full potential, and maintaining peak performance. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Use code PROTRINEWS at checkout to receive a 20% discount on your purchase of a Lever system. Elevate your performance and achieve your fitness goals with Lever Movement today. Sam Long will be joining the show in two weeks to give a full debrief from back-to-back -back races and give us all the updates we have been dying to hear, including his season overview to his current coaching situation. So be sure to tune in during the coming weeks. Okay, I'm here with second place at 70.3 St. George, Mr. Trevor Foley. Trevor, take us through your day. Take me through, take you guys through the day. Uh, it was a freezing morning. It was like 45. Water temperature was like 60. Got out. Swim start was brutally uh, congested and aggressive. Just having that many bodies on the boat ramp. I don't think it's built for <laughs> that many people. So the first 300 was just body after body after body. And being a weaker swimmer as is, that's terrible way for me to start my race because my heart rate goes to about 205 instantly because I'm just getting dunked and wrestled um but then was able to find like a good pack with uh like Trip Hipple and a Mexican athlete named like Eduardo that those are some athletes that I recognize in the water that outswam me by about a minute at Oceanside so I knew I was doing like pretty good um and oh I think Matt Russell Matt Russell's in that group as well so kind of stuck with them and ended up popping off of them with about 500 to go. I was just getting pretty tired, to be honest, um, but wanted to conserve just some energy coming into T1 so that I was able to, you know, have good bike legs. If I go too hard on the swim, I just, I, I'm gutted. So got on the bike, instantly had great legs and just went, went straight to work. I was just, you know, like I said, I had great legs. So I just was giving it everything I had and it just kept coming and just kept getting splits from friends and the gap just kept coming down and my place kept moving up and I was just catching fire and feeling good and you know about 90 minutes into the race around Snow Canyon I came up on Lionel and realized I was in like fifth place and I was like oh man like I'm doing pretty good and I was going through Snow Canyon ended up uh passing Lionel and Jackson and Dylan and then descended downtown into second and then basically started the run in second. And from the first step of the run, my legs were just completely obliterated because I had biked so hard and I truly didn't know if I was going to be able to run. I was in so much pain. So I literally was just damage control for 71, 72 minutes just trying to defend the podium spot. And I don't know how Jack, like Jackson and me literally stayed 30, 40 seconds apart, like all the whole run, like I would slow down and then he would slow down. I would speed up and the gap would just stay the same. So it was like a massive meant, like usually I'm the one chasing people down and I've never had anyone like chasing me down. 
and that's a terrible feeling mentally. And so I was looking back the whole time and ended up crossing the line in second. Best performance of my life, and I just couldn't be happier. And you ended up having the fastest bike split of the day. Is there anything that you credit that to as far as equipment or anything like that? You don't have to say that what you want to say, but tell us like what you ran and the decision you made. Yeah. So, um, for a while now, I've been having pretty good power, like in workouts and races, but just because you have good power doesn't mean you're going to move very fast. Obviously aerodynamics is like a massive piece of the puzzle and equipment. So I've just been constantly tweaking my bike position on my own. And I finally with a like friend of, uh, luck, of my friend Caden Lieto was in town. So he helped me like kind of tweak my position some more because in Texas, I ended up having to walk part of the run probably do because I was so stretched out on the bike. It was just pulling on my hamstrings so much. So really just kind of tightened some things up and, um, yeah, so the position felt great. I made the decision to run a one by 58, which is pretty hard on, uh, like snow Canyon and some of those climbs, but I knew if I could get my bike up the hill, a 5810 would be screaming downhill. And that's where I actually put a lot of time into people is the downhills. So that was a like decision I, I wanted to make just to, to try to gain as much time. But yeah, hopefully I have a pretty good position now. CDA is hopefully decent and can start, you know, having some pretty good bike legs uh, moving and splits moving forward. And so next is... 70.3 Florida for you, Gulf Coast? Yep. Yeah, that's in uh, seven days with, uh, I think, the same, same people. I think Sam, me, Jackson, and Lionel all going back-to-back. So should be a good race. I think that race is totally different than what we just did. It's going to be, you know, saltwater beach swim, super fast TT bike, and then uh, super flat, hot run. So kind of literally you know couldn't be more different so it'll be interesting to see how the cars fall on a course like that yeah um anything you're excited for for the rest of the season anything that you're like wow this performance helped set me apart for xyz down the road yeah i mean the performance like in training like some people might be like man this is like a massive performance but to be honest i just been you know, training with Lionel every day, nothing fancy, just a bunch of hard work. So I think it's like a culmination of a bunch of stuff. Um, try to do an Ironman at the beginning of this year. It didn't go great, but I just wanted to give it a shot just to, you know, give it a good old fashioned try. It didn't go great, but I'll just race the, I think me and Lionel literally want to race the whole like North American 70.3 series this year. Um, so basically just knock out a ton of 70.3s, have a good time, try to throw down some good results, you know, maybe sneak into that top 30 PTO world ranking by the end of the year. And then maybe try one more Ironman by the end of the year, maybe Ironman Florida, just to give it one more shot. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to be back in Florida next week. And then my girlfriend and I are going to move out to Tucson uh, full time. So we're really looking forward to that. Wow. So literally uprooting your entire life from Florida and moving to Arizona to train full time. Yeah. Yeah. I was out here. I've been out here since like the first of the year just to try it out. And, uh, I think it's been working pretty good for me and the boss and yeah, I kind of made the decision to go all in for the next, like, you know, at least this season and the next or whatever, and try to, you know, hopefully I can help Lionel, you know, as he's like, you know, in the latter half of his season to try to be the best in the world. And then it's just a super big privilege for me to be able to watch him and try to learn from him and, you know, push each other in training. So yeah, kind of going all in and trying to train with the best and be the best. 
And what would you say? Who's coaching you right now? Uh, right now, me and Lionel are kind of just like tag team in it. Uh, Lionel's, I, I guess I could say Lionel's coaching me, but to be honest, yeah, me and Lionel kind of just discuss the training and yeah, execute it. Nice. Trevor, thanks for uh, the chat. I'm proud of you. Happy that you were able to uh, put, put good use to the motivation that I gave you last week in the podcast. So, yeah, that, uh, the, uh, the words of motivation, the fire is burning hot today. So glad I bought myself a few more months of uh, being relevant in the sport. So thanks. All right. I'm here with Jackson Laundry. Third place today at 70.3 St. George. Tell us about your day. Yeah, it's all day for me. I think the swim was pretty much as expected. I, I don't know exactly where I was, probably about a minute behind the leaders with the second group. And um, I was kind of hoping to have a bit of more gap on Sam, but he had a, a good swim and he's improved a lot and he was able to get out right on my feet. So we got on the bike and he absolutely charged the start and I just didn't have that high end I needed to hang with him. So he, he took off and I ended up, you know, I worked my way up, but I ended up in solo in third place for a long time, um, all the way to the top of Snow Canyon, where I caught Dylan Gillespie, and then I and then Trevor Foley caught us kind of as we were going down, and then the three of us rode in together, and you know started the started the um, the run in contention for second, and Trevor took off. He ran the first mile. He probably got 15 seconds on me in the first mile and then another 15 in the next two or three miles. And then we kind of just held that 30 second gap for a long time. And I really tried to reel him back, but he was really solid out there and he finished strong and ended up pulling away in the last couple, couple miles. So third place for me. And, you know, I was happy with it. I, I put together a solid day and, you know, just need a little bit more on that swim to kind of be where I need to be on the bike to, to be in contention for the win. But those boys had a great day and congrats to Sam for a stellar race. Nice. What have you done between now, St. George and now to get where you were today? Yeah, since um, since Oceanside, I definitely improved my, my swim, my run a little bit. I ran pretty much the same here as I did in Oceanside, and obviously this is a much harder course, so I definitely was happy with that. Um, swimming, I improved a little bit, but I still need more work, so uh, I'll be I'll be flicking the wrist like... Uh, like Mark Dubrick is teaching me. I mean, my teammate leads out of the water. I got to take some tips from him. So uh, eventually I'll, I'll get back into that lead pack when I, hopefully when I need to in the bigger races later this year. Yeah, sounds good. And so next for you, you're racing again next weekend. Yeah, it should be racing Gulf Coast. Body feels fine after that race. So just recover and hit it hard again next weekend in totally different course and conditions and, uh, and then maybe take a break after that. There you go. Sounds good. Well, look forward to racing this season and, uh, let us know where we can follow you and listen to you. Yeah, follow my Instagram, Jackson Lonnie Try, and uh, the Real Try Podcast, and then YouTube, Jackson Lonnie Triathlon. And, uh, you know, you'll find me. I'm around. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. Thanks. With its user-friendly setup, Lever is perfect for use at home or in your local gym. Stay on track this season by incorporating Lever into your recovery process and experience the seamless transition from injury recovery to peak performance with body weight support. Don't miss this limited time offer. Use code PROTRINEWS at checkout to receive 20% off your purchase of a lever system. Get back on your feet and reclaim your fitness journey with lever movement today. Hello, I'm with Jeannie Metzler. First place today at 70.3 St. George. Jeannie, kind of just take us through your day and uh, how you got it done today. Yeah, I mean, it's um, 
first race of the season is always kind of tough. So um, I kind of went in with no expectations. Um, and yeah, I've kind of been down in St. George for over a month. Uh, my husband, Justin, had a training camp with his group um, and coach Julie Dibbins. So we came down here a few weeks ago and that camp went better than I thought. So we were like, oh, we might as well stay here. Um, and yeah, just really enjoy St. George. So I was happy to be back on the start line. And um, yeah, in terms of the day, I um, yeah, I just had a pretty um, steady day all around. Like my swim, bike and run was just... Uh, yeah, just pretty steady all day, I would say. Um, I came out of the swim, I think, in third. Um, and I was alone for most of the bike until I caught Lauren, like, um, kind of around mile 30 or 35. So it was quite a long stretch where I was, I was by myself. Um, and then uh, Sky, who ended up behind me in second, uh, kind of caught me at the base of Snow Canyon. Um, and I was able to stick with her going up that climb and descent. Um, and then we came out of transition together and um, I was able to hold her off onto the run. Um, <laughs> just, I think it was like a minute at the end. So um, I fell apart a little bit at the end, but um, yeah, I managed to hold it together for the one. <laughs> there you go. Didn't really matter at the end anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I just had to hold it together and um yeah just super grateful to be back racing and um yeah to to win this race has been a big goal of mine so yeah just happy to do that too <laughs> yeah kind of take us through um i guess just the last 18 months you could be brief about it uh kind of as as open and honest as you want to be but um just kind of take us through the people that haven't really been able to follow your journey over the last 18 months yeah, sure. I, I really haven't been present on social media for quite a while. Um, I came second in the 70.3 Worlds in 2021 in St. George. Um, and um, yeah, I honestly, like, uh, struggled after that pretty much until like a few months ago. Um, not only with the pressure, but just like, which down spiraled into my mental health, just um, kind of falling apart, um, really struggling with depression and anxiety, um, which uh, wasn't very manageable for me. So uh, the smartest thing I could do was take a step back, um, get the help that I needed. And it took me a long time to get uh, my mental health in a place where I was able to get back onto a start list. Um, I tried to race an Indian Wells. Um, I think that was last season at the end of the year. And um, I wasn't quite ready Um yeah, so, and I also dealt with a little bit of injury. So that was kind of tough coming back because I've never really experienced any kind of injuries throughout my whole career. So I've been pretty lucky in that sense, but trying to come back, just dealing with a few niggles. And, um, but I was able to, to work through that. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful to be in a place where I can um, be performing at the sport I love again. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. Another question. I don't think many people know. Who are you currently being coached by for this season? Um, so my husband, Justin, and I are pretty much uh, working on that together. Um, it's um, not an ideal situation because he is a professional himself trying to, like, you know, do it at the highest level. And um, 
I don't think we ever wanted to do that. Um, but I think in my case, just with my mental health, I think it was the best thing for not only our relationship, but just um, for me as an athlete. Um, we wanted to just f figure out a way for me to come back the way that I wanted. Um, and the most important thing was to come back in a way that I enjoyed again. And he knows me better than anyone. So right now we're just trying to work on that and hopefully get some consistency. And I don't know if this is going to be a long-term thing, but all I know is I'm, I'm really happy and um, yeah, it's, it's working right now. Yeah. Seems to be working as well since you got the win today. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure very rewarding for Justin and yourself. Um, kind of tell us what the rest of the season looks like for you. Where are you going to be racing next? Yeah, so um, honestly, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed right now. I, I didn't expect this to happen, and I it's obviously early in the season, so um, I definitely would like to be at Worlds at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, I just honestly go have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what I need to do to just um, get back to that level of racing. Um, I'm sure I'm sure I'll be able to share that soon with um, kind of the build up or what that looks like. Um, but for now, I just really want to just soak this in and go back home and recover and uh, and figure things out. Yeah, that's great. Um, lastly, just kind of tell us where we can follow your journey and uh, follow kind of you throughout the season. Yeah, I'm honestly only on Instagram, so you can follow me. I'm, uh, uh, I think I'm little mate, so yeah, you can follow me there, and um, I, I'll do my best to to share as much as I can. <laughs> great, thanks, Jeannie. First place today at uh, seventy point three St. George, North American champion. So awesome, thank you. All right, Sky, first race of the year, second place. Yeah. Tell us about your day. Oh, man, it's good to be back racing. Um, in terms of how my race went, I feel like I had not a great swim start, but then I could tell partway through the swim it, I, uh, I got in a better position and wasn't the worst swim in the world. But I was uh, warmer in the swim than I am right now, actually. If I'm being You're honest, right I'm freezing right now. And, uh, and you're getting an interview with us. No, that's so. okay. Um, and then my bike, I just decided. Well, with my coach, it was like, let's not go crazy. Like, let's be more controlled and not go crazy on the bike. And um, so I played the patience game, hunting down uh, the women who were in front of me, and I caught them and um, made a move on Snow Canyon or right before it and Jeannie stuck with me which honestly I expected her to with how well she was riding I mean I could tell with how long it took me to catch her that she was riding well or how long it took me to catch her did I say that I don't know <laughs> anyway yeah um got off the bike started the run and the first lap felt a little bit survival mode and then I don't know something just clicked and I felt amazing as in, like, I could just push hard. You know that feeling when you're like, yeah, I can just push this? Yeah. So the second lap was really fun, and I knew it was really close between first, second, and third. And obviously, you know, it's not over till it's over, so I was just pushing as hard as I could, um, seeing what I could do. But, yeah, I'm happy to hang on to second. And, yeah, a good starting point. And then, so what's next for the season for you? Are you doing 70.3? Did you get second? 
Chattanooga? You can buy a watch now. Yeah, I know. Plus, you probably have 10,000 followers now. Yeah, let's look. Yeah, let's look, actually. Okay, yeah. I'm going to Chattanooga in there two weeks. Go. There you go. My girlfriend's right We here. have, like, really important things to talk about now. I know. I I'm, like, buds with Trevor Trevor, now. just button I follow him now. Oh, yeah. That was my biggest follower. <laughs> no. Well, her and Justin follow me. Oh, yeah, okay. So, two big-time people. So, who's coaching you right now? So, I am working with David Tilbury Davis. Yep. Um, I started with him end of January. Okay. So yeah, we've been working together a few months and that that's part of why I was excited to race. Um, just cause new coach, different training. It's swim, bike, run, right? right. But um, the training's different and you know, it takes some time to, for a coach to get to know the athlete and how the athlete operates. And then as well for me, just like seeing what works or what, what helps me know when I'm really getting fit? You know, I don't have a lot of reference with the sessions. I can kind of tell. You can tell. But, yeah, I was excited to come out and race. And, and the see. big goal is Kona? Yeah, Kona is definitely the big focus. Um, yeah, I'm excited for another shot at Kona because I'm not happy with my Kona last year. So, yeah, I, I think that it'll be a good year this year. Nice. So tell us where we can follow you and follow your journey this year. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at SkyMonch. Um, I have some plans for sharing more. Uh, yeah, I'll just say that. So follow me on Instagram and I'll... And then maybe a YouTube. Yeah, maybe some YouTube, maybe some like podcasting, stuff like that. Just more longer form sharing. You got to get the momentum with content. You know how it is. Yeah. I've seen all your images. Who taught you how to make all those images? Really? I thought for sure Talbot's like, here's the software. No, Talbot's like, this is your deal. You need to figure it out. I'm like, All right, so I'll figure <laughs> hey, it out. Hey, they're sweet. So I'm expecting you. a sweet, like, purple power slide All or something. Right. I know I only. I'll have to do it. I know I only got second, but like. I'll have to do it. Okay. Thanks for you. Yeah. Thanks, guy. Purple is like the. I'm here with Danielle Lewis, third place today at 70.3 St. George. Danielle, are you happy with the result today? Hey Kyle, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm very happy with the result. I know this was my best performance on this course um, specifically and my best performance at a North American Pro Champs. So yeah, happy with it. Yeah, fastest run of the day. Not surprised by that or kind of surprised? Yeah, probably a little surprised. <laughs> I mean, coming off of an Ironman, you know, you okay, you've got some base in you, but the speed, not so much. Um, and then after an Ironman, I took, um, well, I took that week pretty much off of running. I ran a couple of times, but obviously nothing like fast or whatever. So I wasn't thinking that I would have some run turnover. I just kind of really relied on gravity on the downhills today. <laughs> nice. Um, just kind of take us through your day, uh, the swim to the bike, to the run. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so the swim it's interesting. I actually had the best takeout in a swim that I've ever had in my life. And I was actually very happy with that. But then, um, yeah, I was right in the middle of the group. And one thing I have to learn how to deal with is the dragging and pulling of the legs and getting sucked down and all of that, because, um, I kind of led to a bit of a panic attack. I took in a little bit of water, had to kind of pull up and regroup, but I saw, you know, I was swimming like stroke for stroke with people I've never swam right next to before. So I was like, okay, like this is good. I'm in a good spot. Just stay here. But then kind of the cycle happened over again where I'm getting dragged down and 
Um, and then the, you know, the water's cold, there's a little bit at altitude and, you know, so, um, I, I just, uh, yeah, like I said, has a little bit of a panic attack and I almost like felt like I had to ask for help. It just was pretty severe. So it took me some time to kind of get out of that and get myself like composed and just find some people that I could just swim with, get myself composed and get to the end of the swim in an okay place. And so, I did that. Um, I had no idea where I was when I came out of the water, but I just focused on moving on to the bike. And when I got to the bike, uh, I just kind of, it took me a little bit of time to kind of shake off the swim. Uh, but then I just, I am familiar with this course. I like this course. It's a good course for cyclists. Um, you know, just using the hills, using momentum, um, dialing in your arrow when you need to, uh, so I just focused on just the mechanics of being a cyclist. I felt like on the, on the bike. Uh, and then when I had, I had the moto filming me up snow Canyon and I had no idea what place I was in. So I figured, Oh, well, this is probably good. Maybe I'm doing good. <laughs> They're interested in how I'm riding. So, okay. Um, yeah. And then after the, after the bike came off and I knew I had made up some positions, um, onto the run. I treated this run. I hadn't, I have not done this run course since they've changed it. They did this run course at worlds last year, but I didn't finish worlds last year because I injured myself right before the race, um, had a mechanical on race day. Um, a lot of things happened, so I didn't finish. Um, so this is my first time on this run course. So I just treated it basically like two by five K efforts, like, like hill repeats, uh, so I knew those 5k efforts would be tough on the hills, but I could just let it go on the downhills. So that was my focus. Gradually kept moving up, moving up and found myself in third position. I was trying really hard to catch sky, but I think with some of the, uh, lack of kind of run volume in the past few weeks, lack of workouts, lack of speed, it just quite wasn't enough to catch sky. So ended up in, in third. Nice. Did you feel like the uh, grass section helped you out as far as being an ex-cross-country runner? Yeah. yeah. You know, that grass section was actually really nice. It was a nice reprieve on the legs um, because the downhill sections were on the asphalt or the pavement. So that was hard on the legs. So the grass was actually, it felt really good. I, I liked the grass. Nice. And um, who's currently coaching you? Right I work, yeah, I work with Adam Zuko of Superfly Coaching, and then I've made a, a swim change. I'm working with Amy Jones on my swim, um, which has been a big help. Nice. And then as far as the rest of the season, what does that look like for you? So I actually am scheduled to do Chattanooga in two weeks, which is a lot because I did Oceanside and three weeks later, Ironman, Texas, and then two weeks later, St. George, and then two weeks later, Chattanooga. And then I get a little bit of a break. Um, well, my husband's doing 70.3 in Hanu in Hawaii, which will be good. So he'll race, but I'll have the opportunity to preview the Kona course since I get to race Kona later this year. So that'll be nice. Um, and then planning on doing Escape from Alcatraz. Um, the week after getting back from that, which, you know, it's, it's easy for us to get to, it's only a two hour race. It's fun. Um, but then I have a nice big block of time to build for the rest of the year for the championship races. So I'll plan on doing the PTO us open. Um, and then let's see, Finland and Kona and I don't know, whatever else is in store. You got a full, you got a full season ahead of you. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's awesome to see. I mean, 
I'm just going to kind of speak from how I know you. We first met in Oklahoma City whenever you came and did uh, duathlon. I believe we raced in the same race. So it's awesome to see where you are now. And so super happy for you. Um, pumped for the rest of the year. Yeah, thank you. It's a good year. It started off in a good foot. So I just got to keep it rolling. Nice. Uh, lastly, let us know where we can follow you and follow your journey. Sure. Yeah, I post most stuff on Instagram. So Danny Lewis Try, D-A-N-I, Danny Lewis Try. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Danielle. Well, enjoy some margaritas tonight. I'm sure you're going to celebrate. Yep. I've got to get back to my margarita. So good thing we did this interview now. Otherwise, <laughs> might have been a different conversation later. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the post-race interviews from the Intermountain Health 70.3 North American Championship in St. George, Utah. Be sure to tune in to the regular scheduled show tomorrow for a debrief from the whole weekend.